When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 626 on your Friday morning. Frank Rhino showing me the New York Post today, page 11. He's, That's right. He's goading his sirloins. Christidis boss John Katsimatidis vows more security after high-stake theft. He posted a couple of days ago. Thank you, Frank. Holding it up for Gabby Lopez. Had the uh, the cover of the guy that stole 10 stakes, and that was, I guess, the motivation, inspiration behind John's appearance with my friend Rosanna Scotto on Channel 5 yesterday, and John will join us coming up at 7 o'clock this morning. But it is the host of The Other Side of Midnight. He's a very entertaining guy, very smart guy, much smarter than me, Frank Morano. Frank, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Happy Friday, TGIF. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Eve, Eve. I saw on my Facebook page about uh, three days ago, I like mm-hmm. the memories, I like the memory thing. Same. And a picture popped up. Uh, it was me, you, and Bernie. Oh. And it was on Jill Vitale's page. <laughs> and it said, and I quote, Look how nice. They actually do like each other. <laughs> well, that's true. We that do. was the old address. That's true. Yeah. I remember that day. That was I fun. remember it, too. And uh, yes. we do like each other quite a bit. I'm a big, big fan of yours. Likewise. You got Likewise. a big weekend coming up. You got uh, uh, Bernie and I had uh, Steve Sharippa on the show last week. Of course, uh, a.k.a. Bobby Bacala, The mm-hmm. Sopranos. Him and Michael Imperioli. Christopher. They take their show on the road, and they'll be on Staten Island coming up tomorrow night. So I'm going to St. George Theater. I'm looking forward to it. I heard Steve Sharippa on this show. He was terrific. And then um, you got a copy of the book, Talking Sopranos, which is based on the podcast. I asked you back in November if I could borrow it when yeah. you were done. You said yes. I yeah. never got it back. No. Uh, so my wife got it for me for Christmas. <laughs> That's and, very uh, nice. I've been reading it, and it's delightful. I'm looking forward to the podcast. Rachel's uh, I listen lady. to it all the time. It's is, great. Is podcast. it a good podcast? It really yeah. is. Okay. It really is. It, okay. You know, she had never seen The Sopranos. So we just went back and I watched the, the all the episodes for the first time since it was on. She watched it for the first time. And so it's great listening to this podcast, having just seen all the episodes because they review each episode uh, through the podcast and they have different actors on different directors. And you always learn so, all sorts of things like the character, little Carmine, not my son, but Carmine right. Lupertazzi right. is based on George W. Bush. No now, kidding. how are you going to know that Never. unless you're listening to this podcast? Oh, that's great. It's no. really cool stuff like that. That is great. Yes, including actual dialogue from Bush they assigned to Little Carmine. Do they actually play George Bush saying things to make the comparison? No, that that they don't do. But, you know, they point out how Little Carmine's wearing cowboy boots while he's saying all these Bush-like quotes. This is 43, not 41, right? Uh, Correct. 43. 43. That's pretty cool. There you have it. Steve Sharipper tomorrow night on Staten Island. Then, of course, you you got the game on Sunday. And then, uh, like my family, my family's all from Brooklyn, all of them. But every one of them made a couple of bucks and moved out to either Manalapan, English Town, Marlboro, that Jersey area. Yeah, and it's right. the same thing with your, your that, family. That, that's right. My uh, In Staten Island, almost every first-generation Staten Islander moves to either Marlboro or Manalapan. <laughs> if you're Jewish, usually you move to Marlboro. If you're right. a Gentile, you move to Manalapan. That is so that's funny. So I'm going to go see my friend Brian Silverstein, who's a big fan of yours. Uh, he and his Jewish. wife, Katie, on Saturday. Oh, so. Brian and Katie, I love those right. people. All right, yeah. so you got a great weekend ahead of you. Let's Absolutely. get to... Uh, 
some of the stuff that's happening here this weekend. What are you up, doing for the game, by the way? I'm coming to your house. Oh, you're welcome to. Yeah, I'd love it. I can't wait. Uh, I don't know. My wife is taking Ava to the airport because Ava's going to London for 13 days. Uh. So it's just going to be me and Gabriel. Uh, I have a feeling it's just going to be him and I in my living room in the city. Just watching the game. Okay. That's it. Well, it's yeah. fun. I can think of worse ways to uh, yeah, no, spend quiet. a Sunday night. Next year. Especially when you have move. to be up at 4, 4 exactly. in the morning. Well, then we'll make a Super Bowl party next year. But you're right. I'm up at 345, actually. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this weekend here at WABC. Mm. When I first came here back in 2016, and they started me and Bernie doing middays after Imus. He was still alive. He was still doing mornings. The, um, well, he was we, still doing mornings. Yeah, he barely was alive. That's a good point. Yeah. That's very funny, Frank. So we started in January of 2016, and in April of 2016, three months later, I had to go to San Francisco because Danielle ran the Big Sur Marathon, and they had to get somebody to fill in for me because when I'm not there, they usually get a co-host for Bernie. And long story short, the co-host was Anthony Weiner. And uh, then when Bernie would go away, Anthony every once in a while would sit in with me. And I remember he'd be sitting in a cubicle on his phone, blah, blah, blah. But I never really thought about it until what happened happened. And I guess Anthony Weiner is making his return to WABC tomorrow, uh, right versus left against Curtis Sliwa. I need your thoughts on that. Well, I have mixed feelings. And there's a big ad in the New York Post today about this. And, you know, look, if you go up and down our lineup, right, every one of us, except for Bo Snerdly, has some sort of a scandal. Right, right. right. Uh, so, oh, but Bo has one too. It just has to come out. Yet. Well, fair enough, right? <laughs> but so what John has done, what John Katzmatidis has done, I think is kind of brilliant. Like it's almost like uh, Al Davis to the, uh, uh, the Raiders. Uh, you know, I was, was going to say George Steinbrenner. Right, well, same, right. same. Daryl Strawberry, yeah. Dwight Gooding, you, Steve Howe. You get all these guys who have a lot of talent, and you get them for less than you can. And I don't need to go through everybody's scandals, but a Google search of any of us <laughs> will reveal uh, right. it's all sorts of stuff that's yeah. out there. Stay away from mine. I'm begging you. Uh, same, long. same. <laughs> Don't think too deep. Uh, but so uh, so with Wiener, you know, he is a smart guy. I do like putting non-conservatives on the air to try and, you know, broaden the outreach of the station. So do I. So do he's I. quick-witted. He's, he's, he's pretty humorous, actually. Yeah. Um, and I think even though he went to federal prison, once you pay your debt to society, folks should kind of, all right, you know, let's move on. Let's accept it. Agreed. The thing with Wiener that gives me some pause is – Messing around with children, right? That, right. Um, people the, don't. People don't have any patience for that. If you steal money, if you um, yeah, do drugs, right. assault someone, right? Well, um, you can't hit a woman. Well, yeah. Well, you hit a woman. You you mess with a kid. That's where people start to say, "I don't know if I want to give this guy another chance." So th- that first photo that he sent to that busty brunette of, uh, and who knows if it was the first, but that busty brunette that he sent the photo when he was clearly aroused when his son is yeah, sleeping next that, to him—that was the killer. I found that pretty creepy. That was but the then, then what, what he ended up going to prison for, you know, sending obscene text messages to a fifteen-year-old girl. Look, I don't care how uh, sexually frustrated you might be. Your wife's out of town. Um, once I hear a girl's 15. You got to stay away. Uh, yeah, every yeah, alarm yeah, in the yeah. world should go off. Right. I mean, now, I now, you may not know that. Initially, she may come on. Like, and, and, uh, How old are you? Uh, I'm 29. Right. But, but he found out she was 15. That's he the, knew it. That's right. the difficulty. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I don't know how he didn't delete his Twitter and every <laughs> form of social media right. back in 2011 because, when he had to resign the first time. Right. The, clearly, the guy has an affliction. He's got issues, yeah. But what bothered me uh, b- between 2011 his resignation 
resignation and the time he went to prison is that the guy showed very little humility, right? He had no problem when he was on the air with you and Curtis and everybody else sitting in judgment of everybody. Everybody. Trump, yeah. Rudy Giuliani. Oh, listen, he, he's, uh, a, he's a very smart Michael guy. Michael Grimm. But he's a condescending prick. I'm telling you that right now. He's a smart, and I, and I like him, but I would say after it's a Bernie, I would go, I understand he's the smartest guy in the room, but does he have to remind us of that every couple of minutes? I said that same thing uh, on the air. He wants you to know that he's smarter than you. Right. That's the thing. Which he is. Fantastic. Uh, well, he's not smart enough to not sext with 15-year-olds, apparently. <laughs> but uh, here's why I am going to listen tomorrow, right? Uh, I cannot wait to hear. It's not so much Curtis. I cannot wait to hear what the callers are going to do to this guy. Well, they got to pick That's why it is absolutely mandatory, because they couldn't agree more, that they do take phone calls. Oh, they will. And if they, they don't, you're going to lose some of the luster. No, they will. As tough as Curtis is, he's not going to kill him. Right. But I'm with you. But Jennifer I, in Boston will kill right, him. Right, kill uh, him. Russell in White Plains I want to hear him. Yeah, I want to hear it. These guys are going to take him to the woodshed. And I can't wait to hear how he responds. Me that's too. kind of the uh, sick thrill. And ultimately... I'm a free speech guy, and it's going to be the listeners who decide whether this show is successful. If Agreed. a lot of people listen, Agreed. you know how driven our management is by the numbers, right? So yes. if he gets a lot of people listening, uh, then the show's going to do well, and they're going to keep him. And if he doesn't, if the people vote with their radios and, and turn the dial, then the show won't last. So I'm, I'm all for trying new and interesting things. And think of what this could lead to. Maybe a show with disgraced former Governor Andrew Cuomo on the left and disgraced former city councilman. Dennis Halloran on the right. That'd be great. Uh, a show with uh, disgraced former Attorney General Eric <laughs> Schneiderman on the left, disgraced former Senate Majority Leader Dean Skelos on the right. Love right? it. Uh, disgraced former uh, Governor Elliot Spitzer on the left, disgraced former City Councilman Dennis Gallagher on on the right. You just never know. That was really impressive that you came up with six different names, yeah, three well, on the left uh, and three on the right. That See, that's what impressed me just now. Yeah. And I think only you can do that. Well, I don't know. It's very impressive. It, you know, when it comes to New York, it's a shorter list of politicians that aren't corrupt. <laughs> that's true. You're right. Every one of them seems to be. So uh, that'll be fun tomorrow, folks. Check it out. Anthony Weiner versus Curtis Lewa, only right here on uh, 77 WABC. One more quickly. Uh, you know Nicole Maliotakis very, very well. Yes. Max Rose, the whole thing. Bill de Blasio jumping into the mix, running for Congress. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, race? look, so uh, we don't know for sure that he's running yet, but it definitely looks like he wants to run. And the person that gets hurt by this the most, I think, is Max Rose. One, because he's keeping Max Rose from raising money right now. Right now, he should be able to go to donors all around the country and says this is one of the uh, top-tier races that's a competitive general election. The other thing is, if this gerrymander sticks, and I know Ed Cox and others have a lawsuit to try and stop it, then it's a very Democratic district in the primary. Max Rose does not fare well in a primary against Bill de Blasio. I think Nicole's best hope, actually, could be de Blasio being the Democratic nominee. Wow. So as a Nicole fan and as somebody that's represented by her, and I think she's done a good job, and, and I know that I, I, I thought she did the right thing even on infrastructure and a, b- a bunch of other things. As a Nicole fan, I think in some ways de Blasio jumping into this race is the best thing for her. If you look at the videos and the fundraising appeals she's been putting out, it's, um, it, you know, it's all about beating Bill de Blasio. That being said, this gerrymandering is just horrible, uh, and it's a situation where, whether it's Democrats doing or Republicans, where politicians are choosing their voters instead of the other way around. Needs to end in every state. Who wins on Sunday night? Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. Me too. I like the Rams too. Uh, people love the Bengals. Joe Burrow, great story. So it people is a great love the story. underdog. Absolutely. But the Rams are the better team. Yeah, so. I mean, I love it for the Cincinnati fans. They've waited so long. Oh, F the Cincinnati fans. My memory of... Uh, <laughs> 
of uh, Buddy Harrelson and Pete Rose fighting at second base with the Cincinnati Reds. I'm a big Met fan. I never forgave Pete Rose and the Reds for that. That's Cincinnati. So right. after Bengals. And they got Boomer Esiason as part of that mix. And, and Boomer and I haven't exactly had a great relationship. So You're both in that great Craig Carton documentary. Yes, we are. Which I showed everybody. It's really, really quite it's good. It's a good piece, yes. Yeah. Hey, uh, you're really quite good. So thank you for stopping by this morning. Uh, we'll be listening, of course, at uh, 1 o'clock on uh, Monday morning. Monday Enjoy morning. Your weekend. Enjoy Steve Sharippa, the Super Bowl, all that good stuff. I love you. I think you're great. Thank, Thank you. you. I, uh, likewise. Mutual admiration. Thank you. That's the great Frank Morano, folks. Check him out, of course, uh, every weeknight right here into the weekday mornings on WABC. He's really good. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.